Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. First, ladies and gentlemen, a sincere, heartfelt, from the bottom of my heart and every single material, non-material being a portacle of my soul, thank you very much. Thank you for all the outpouring and emails, messages I've received, phone calls, texts, for helping support, <coughs> excuse me, both me um, and others in this fight uh, with Parler for free speech and for basically the future of the country as we know it. And I am not kidding. That is not intended to be hyperbole. Thank you. I've got a lot to get to today, including this impending uh, impeachment of Donald Trump by liberals who have, of course, uh, completely lost their minds. And I want to clear up some confusion, a bunch of fake news stories, um, and show you again how this attack on us was coordinated. A lot to get to. Um, I don't want to make this the all parlor show all the time, uh, but it unfortunately is epidemic of what's going on in the culture to absolutely crush you, conservatives, and everyone else, and we have to be ready. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, get a VPN today. Protect your data from online uh, online spying and from surf the web in peace. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Uh, folks, listen. We are in real trouble. I'm going to lay it out for you today. Um, real trouble. So um, let's get right to it. I've got no more time to waste. Uh, let's talk about censorship on social media sites and what you can do about it. The left wants to silence and remove any voices they don't agree with. Twitter and Facebook were supposed to be open platforms. I don't need their content moderators acting like the op-ed section of the New York Times. So instead of letting social media sites revo revoke your right to free speech, how about revoking their right to your data? Yeah. Well, how about that? I'll tell you what we use. We use ExpressVPN here. Ever wonder how free to access sites like Facebook make all their money? Well, you're the commodity. By tracking your searches, video history, and everything you click on, and then selling your valuable data, that's how they make their money. When you use ExpressVPN, you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address. It makes your activity more difficult to trace and sell to advertisers. And ExpressVPN couldn't be easier to set up. I have it on my phone. You just tap one button on your phone or computer and you are protected. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data to protect you from hackers and internet bad guys. It's finally time to say no to censorship and take back your online privacy at expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. By visiting my special link, you'll get an extra three months of ExpressVPN service for free. Again, that's expressvpn.com slash Bongino, expressvpn.com slash Bongino to protect your data today. All right, welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe is there, so let's just go and get right to it. First, again, I just want to reiterate this, uh, how much easier you've made Oops. yesterday. <laughs> Uh, for me and my team, all the gratitude and everything and telling us we're with you in the fight. We're listening to you. Uh, we hear you. I appreciate it. It means the world to me. It's um, It made a really difficult weekend um, a lot easier to deal with. Let me get to an important issue first before I get to the continuing situation at Parler, what happened obviously behind the scenes and in front of the cameras, the Trump impeachment. Um, I want to talk about this uh, briefly, folks, because this is going to happen. I warned you on the Friday show uh, Joe, remember this conversation where I said, ladies and gentlemen, these people are crazy. Um, th th you mm -hmm. know, th th there's no way they just won't stop. Now, I want to ask you a very simple question that requires logic and reason, something we do on this, sh uh, this show that is not done by people on the left uh, who pretend to be journalists. Why would the left be impeaching Trump if their narrative about Trump is true? In other words, if Trump is politically finished, has no career, is finished as some kind of an international laughing stock, not worthy of even paying attention to, then why does he need to be impeached? I'm just asking a simple question. 
maybe because he's not, and the left understands that. But what would an impeachment do? Well, just quickly, let's walk through the mechanics so you understand the process here. Unfortunately, we're all too familiar with impeachment because the left tried to, uh, well, didn't impeach, but tried to remove President Trump from office for a perfectly legitimate foreign policy phone call with the Ukrainians that sadly came to fruition when we found out the Hunter Biden laptop, which, by the way, I'm hearing some of the information on there is pretty devastating, uh, turned out to be true. Well, there's a couple of reasons behind this. Process-wise, first, they would have to take a vote in the House like they did last time, and they would have to have a trial in the Senate. There was absolutely no way that trial would occur when President Trump is in office. He's leaving office on January 20th. How are you going to have a trial? Well, there's a significant constitutional argument brewing, whether that's even constitutional, to hold the Senate trial for a president being asked to remove from office who's not in office. Kind of an issue, Joe. No? Yeah. Let's remove President Trump from office. He's yeah. not in office. Yeah, hard to do. As of January 20th. Kind of creates a little bit of a conundrum. Yeah. There's a significant constitutional argument there that people I trust have told me it's absurd. You can't try in the Senate a president who's not seated in order to remove him from office when he's not in office. So on the process side, you may rush through a quickie impeachment vote. We'll see where that goes. They're crazy. Don't expect anything sane from them. They're trying to deplatform all of America right now. But to hold a Senate trial to remove a president from office who will no longer be in office on January 20th is quite possibly the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Now, putting beside, putting up, uh, putting behind this, excuse me, the process argument and getting to the argument as to why, why are they doing this? You know, Newt Gingrich made the point yesterday on Fox and Friends that it's a good one. So what I just said, if President Trump is finished politically and is some kind of laughing stock like the left and the media want you to believe him, why impeach him? What's the point? Well, what does that do, folks? If he was impeached, then there is a trial and he's convicted in that trial. It would make him ineligible to run again. In an era uh, in a, a, of real, real fraught constitutional republic dangers, dangers to our, our freedoms, which is happening right now. We've been told a lot of stupid things. We just suck up and lap up because we accept it sometimes. Not, not you, but the stupid people out there just accept it because it's said by the media. But I want to ask you this question. If Nancy Pelosi thinks that the 75 million uh, people who voted for and even more probably supported President Trump are all going to go away because he's such a laughingstock and he's so stupid again, why are they trying to make sure he doesn't run again? Interesting, no? Make sure you're on the phone with your legislators or sending emails saying that, no, we're not going to support this. This is ridiculous. All right, I wanted to get out there because, get that out there because there are a number of pressing issues, but right now that's the most pressing. Issue number two. Again, I'm trying to triage the dangers right now and they're all, they're all around us. Issue number two, ladies and gentlemen, there is a bevy of false information being propagated by people in the left-wing media. It is fake. It is false. Um, it's out there. It's everywhere. One, that Parler had no moderation and somehow, uh, you know, was responsible for this violence that is simply meant to tarnish us. It's all ridiculous. But I saw a story yesterday just to show you another example of lies about me, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, and others. There was a story that appeared in the Washington Post. I'll show you the headline here in a rumble if you're watching on video, rumble.com slash Bongino. Washington Post, Paul Farhi, who's never spoken to me, never reached out for a comment at all, but my name is mentioned in this ridiculously, this piece is 100% fake news, just so you understand. Um, we're going to contact some legal representatives now and have this corrected. 
Talk radio owner orders conservative host to temper election fraud rhetoric. My name is mentioned here. The story is about Cumulus, which is a company uh, that owns Westwood One. Westwood One. Uh, I do not work for Westwood One. It's implied in the piece that I do. Listen to me. So you're getting the straight story for me because this is another story. And the reason Paul Farhi and others put these stories up is because they want people to target the show you're listening to right now. That's why. Despite the fact that our show has always been critical and been fair. This is an opinion show where I have strong opinions. But it is not a show that promotes fake news like this story. I do not work for Westwood One. They are a sales agent for my show. I work for me. They are a partner, I guess you'd call them, a sales agent. I don't know what you'd call them. They, in fact, sell the show. Westwood One, I do not work for Westwood One. I can't speak for Levin or Ben Shapiro. I don't think Ben does. I'm not sure. It's not my business. I do not work for Westwood One, number one. The story's fake. Number two, the story implies that Westwood One, Cumulus, basically the same big brand, sent out some email to me and Ben and Mark. Again, I can't speak for the others. I know they're denying they got the email either, I'm I'm assuming. But they sent out some email demanding we stop talking about uh, the the election and what happened. Ladies and gentlemen, that is 100% fake. Now, Joe, I'm just going to throw this out at you because my sarcasm hat's got to go back because yesterday was such a macabre show. I need a little bit of a break from this. Sure. I'm just going to throw this out at you. There's a way... I know it's very complicated for report reporters, air quotes, like Paul Farhi, to confirm those stories, right? Mm, yeah. Like, hey, um, was there any... Joe, now you are a producer with the show. You work with us. Did you get that email? No, man. And you never told me about that email. No. No. Nothing. Crap. By the way, this isn't a setup. I didn't no, tell... No, I know. Joe's response is genuine. I did not tell Joe before. I'm asking him an honest question, and Joe did not know this question. No. Paula, did you get that email? No, no. Paula didn't get that email either. Either did I. So that's weird. So the Washington Post writes a story implying I'm a, I somehow work for Westwood. I don't. There's a, they're a sales agent, nothing more. Nothing more. Secondly, that I was sent some kind of an email demanding we stop talking about the election. Absolutely categorically false. Again, Joe, crazy way to do it is to just check with check. me and ask if we get. <laughs> just check. <laughs> Ain't hard. Cra- I know. <laughs> no, no, journalisming or whatever you call that's kind of like what you do. Hey, Dan, did you get an email from Cumulus? No. Okay, thanks. Would have prevented you. Now, keep in mind, this story will be retweeted 52 billion times before Paul Farhi has to realize the whole story's false. I do not work at Westwood. Westwood never sent me an email demanding I talk about anything. Let me just say third, and I want to be crystal clear for all my listeners out there, nobody, nobody, nobody tells me what to say on my show. Well, let me take that back. Sometimes Paul. She was going to take that back. But that's strictly due to personal reasons. It has nothing to do with content and my actual politics. Absent Paula, asterisk Paula, nobody tells me what to say on my show. And anybody suggesting to you that my show is somehow restricted, if that were the case, I would leave tomorrow from any company that dares to tell where nobody tells us what to say and nobody ever will. I talk about what I want when I want on my show. And if we make a mistake, we clear it up and we have, 
I told you yeah, last week, we put that Washington Times out article about the facial recognition company, put out the next day, company denies it. We've done this all the time. I gave you both sides of the uh, stories about Dominion. We've always done that. There are stories we've sat on because we weren't sure. Other people broke them. That was fine. Oh, you could have made, got a million clicks on that side. I'm not interested. I'm interested in the truth. But nobody tells me what to say and nobody ever will. That story is absolutely false. I was never, ever sent an email by Westwood One dictating the content of my show or anything about that. That story is 100% false. Again, we'll be seeking um, advice from attorneys again. I said, I'm sad I got to do this all the time. We're, we're really, we're, we're, we're the legal fees to maintain the attacks on us are getting ridiculous, but I can't take it. Another piece of fake news I want to debunk, ladies and gentlemen, Parler, which will be back online shortly. And I'm, I'm really, I mean, I'm, I don't use the term begging lightly because I, there's, a, there's, some, there's a certain amount of subservience associated with it, but I am begging you, please don't let us suffer this alone. Parlor.com will be back up soon. We need you. I need you to open an account. I need your friends, your family, everyone. I need you. If Parlor is allowed to fold, everyone will be next. It's only a matter of time, as I told you before, the internet service providers jump in this fray. We have sued Parlor. I'm going to get to that. I'm calling. I'm actually going to discuss that next. Let's just cue that right up. I'm going to discuss. We have we have sued. Parlor has sued Amazon, who pulled us down. We will be back up. Parlor.com. Please keep checking. And when you get back on, please, please, please open an account. Having said that, let me debunk another myth out there that's being spread around by checkmark people and others who are just looking to damage Parlor even more. We were not hacked, folks. Parlor was not hacked. Period. That story is fake. It was not hacked. Your information on Parler is nowhere. The information, what what you made public on Parler, do a post on Parler will be public because it's a public post. No different than a tweet or a Facebook post would be. Your information was not hacked. It's fake. It's not a real story. It's just meant to pile on by people who don't like Parler to scare you. We do not data mine a parlor. We are not owned by George Soros. I mean, the, the rumors about are just endless. They're done to damage us. And please, I please spread the truth. We were not hacked. The website will be back online. It was not hacked. It's not owned by George Soros. We do not have some um, illicit partnership with space aliens. We do not sell your data on parlor, unlike just about every other social media company. I got more, but I don't want to make this the parlor show. Um, listen, do me a favor. I'm going to get, just hang with me here. I want to get to my second sponsor. Then I want to get to this, this key. We're fighting back because we've got cojones and we're not going to sit back and take it and let the liberal media tech totalitarian triumvirate of doom wipe us off the face of the earth. We have sued Amazon. Yes, we are taking on a trillion dollar company. And I'm going to show you a portion of the lawsuit in a minute. I think you're going to find really interesting. And it'll show you how you think Amazon was dealing with us us in good faith. Oh, wait till you see this. Let me get to my second sponsor first. Our friends at BCM, short for Bravo Company Manufacturing. Ladies and gentlemen, BCM manufactures the most uh, high quality, high quality rifles on the market. I have two of them. They are absolutely incredible. Function every time, spot on, always accurate, there for you in a crunch. BCM was started in a garage by a Marine veteran more than two decades ago. 
Bravo Company Manufacturing, also known as BCM for short, builds a professional, professional, I can't say this enough, professional grade product, firearms built to combat standards. Bravo Company Manufacturing is not a sporting arms company. I can't say that enough. You want a hunting rifle? That's fine. There are a lot of good companies do that. That's not what they make. Bravo Company designs, engineers, and manufactures life-saving equipment, assuming that when a rifle leaves their shop, God forbid, will be used in a life or death situation by a citizen, responsible citizen, law enforcement officer, or a soldier overseas. Quality is all that matters to them. They are hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin to a life-saving standard. They put people before their products. They feel it's their moral responsibility to provide tools that will not fail. God forbid, it's not just a paper target, but someone coming to do you or your family harm. Ladies and gentlemen, when I picked mine up at the local FFL, the guy could not, his, the praise of these products was, uh, I mean, inc- laudatory to say the least. These are unbelievable products. To learn more about Bravo Company Manufacturing, head on over to Bravo Company M, like Mary, F like Frank, G like George.com. That's Bravo Company M, F G.com, where you can discover more about their products, special offers, and upcoming news. Again, that's Bravo Company M, F G.com. You can also check them out on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. All right. Thank you, BCM. I appreciate you sponsoring the show. All right, folks, showing you how this attack on Parler, our social media company, which I am an investor in, which was ruthlessly attacked on multiple fronts in what appears to be a coordinated effort by totalitarian tech tyrants hiding behind their 230 immunity trillion dollar subsidy from the government while Parler's attacked and Democrats cheer it on. We filed a lawsuit against Amazon. We were using AWS, Amazon Web Services. They took us down. They took us down with almost no practicable, usable notice whatsoever and took us off the internet. We'll be back up. Please check. Keep, please keep checking back. It may be today. It may be tomorrow. I'm not sure. Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R.com. And please set up an account. We need, need, I'm begging for your help to get us through this. Look at the lawsuit. You thought we were going to take this lying down, Amazon? No, we're going to take on trillion dollar Amazon and we're going to win. This is point 21 in our lawsuit against Amazon. I want you to listen to this, folks. Yesterday evening, this was the lawsuit was filed yesterday. So keep in mind, it's a couple of days ago. Yesterday evening at 6.07 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is weird, folks. Web, uh, website BuzzFeed posted an article with screenshots of a letter from Amazon's AWS to Parler, informing Parler that its account would be suspended at 11.59 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sunday, less than 30 hours later. So keep that up for a second there, Ms. Paula. Well, that's kind of weird, Joe, don't you think, that BuzzFeed had this article up at 6.07 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with the letter from Amazon AWS. Well, why is that weird? It's not weird they got a hold of letters are, are leaked all the time. Yeah. Well, what's really strange, Joe, is that the, the article with the letter was posted before Parler itself received the letter in an email, which was received at 7.19 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Over an hour after the BuzzFeed article went online, meaning AWS leaked the letter to BuzzFeed before sending it to Parler. See Exhibit A. (laughs) Gosh, that's really strange. So Amazon, the totalitarian monopolist tech tyrant, which is engaged in full-throated open war on free speech by attacking uh, Parler and fully wiping it off the web for a period of what at a minimum at this point is at least 24 hours. Costing us, by the way, millions of dollars easily. Millions of dollars. 
It's really weird that they're telling the American public that, oh, we're all, Amazon doesn't discriminate on political ideology. We're acting in good faith. Yet BuzzFeed had the article at 6 p.m. Pacific time with the Amazon AWS letter that was sent to Parler an hour later. So how did that happen exactly? Sounds awfully like to me that that was leaked to the media to let the media with a wink and a nod. No, don't worry, leftist media lunatics at BuzzFeed. Don't you worry. We're Amazon and we're on your side. Let's see how that lawsuit works out. Apple, you're up next, and then Google. Folks, I'm not trying to be anybody's martyr or hero here. I'm not worth it. It's all BS. Leave the leftists to do hero worship. We're all fallible human beings. I'm telling you right now, I don't care what it costs. I don't care if this bankrupts me and I die without a penny to my name. This is the red line in the sand for me. As I said to you yesterday, life has changed a lot for me and things have never been more clear. I was put here to do one thing and one thing only. To fight. To fight. The right way. Not the way they fight against us. I believe that now. Whether I win that fight, I can't control. The courts may say, well, Amazon, you know, that uh, seems strange. You said you're acting in good faith. They're really weird. Uh, While you leaked them, I mean, someone looks like they leaked the memo to BuzzFeed. That's really strange. Strange you haven't taken down or any other websites that have had some suspicious activity. You just seem to find Parler so offensive. I don't know if we'll win or lose that. I don't see how any judge with open eyes could see it any other way, but I can't predict that. I don't know. I'm not trying to work the refs. It is what it is. But I'm not done. We will absolutely, I will, I'm telling you right now, I will leave this planet with not a penny to my name fighting this fight. Don't underestimate my resolve or the people at Parlor. We may not as have deep pockets like Amazon, but they're deep enough. They're deep enough. It's kind of strange. I just want to reiterate one more time how BuzzFeed got the letter sent to Parlor before Parlor got the letter sent to Parlor. Strange, right? All right, let me move on. Folks, I want to, again, go back to a topic I discussed yesterday because there is a, some more confusion out there being, again, assisted by media people who used to, used to. And by the way, it's unbelievable, and I'm actually giving credit to the ACLU. Joe, did you know this, that the only civil liberties organization that I've seen that's yeah. actually spoken out against the banning of the president and others has been the ACLU? Yeah. This is a noted leftist organization. Yeah, shocking. Which, yeah. by the way, stomps on, shocking, yeah. stomps on Trump supporters all the time. Even the ACLU has suggested this is a dangerous new front in America. Not the media, though. The media loves this. People in the media who are supposed to be free speech advocates, constitutionally protected, by the way, the media. They are. That's in the Constitution. I know leftists are watching. So freedom of the press, in case you don't know, leftists don't read the Constitution. They are protected by a Constitution they want to apply unevenly to others. They don't want freedom of speech, which is also in the Constitution last time I checked, Joe. 
again, leftists, are, so they need some coaching here. They don't want that freedom to speech, freedom of speech to apply. But I'm bringing this up because I'm seeing it again. I saw it since yesterday's show aired that there are people out there arguing that this is not a free speech argument because Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google are not, in fact, government entities. Ladies and gentlemen, please explain to me how that is. Can you name for me one prominent Democrat in Congress or the Senate or who ran for president in the 2020 election cycle? Can you name for me one of them that's been banned from Facebook and Twitter? I'll wait. Can you name for me one prominent Democrat in the Congress, in the Senate, one prominent Democrat governor, or one prominent Democrat candidate for president in 2020 whose website was taken down? Can you point to me a Facebook or Twitter post they made, which was taken down, which resulted in a suspension for them? I, I'll Again, I'll wait. If you have it, please send it along. Our email contacts on the website for the liberals who listen. I'll wait to hear that because I can go through for you a list of prominent conservatives in those positions I just mentioned and people who ran for president in 2016 who have had their tweets sanctioned, their Facebook pages suspended, who have had websites attacked. I can mention that. So getting back to the point I've seen by some in the media who are eager to defend speech censorship that this is not a free speech argument when it comes to the Constitution, then why do you have an agent acting as a de facto government, Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, and others, eliminating the political opponents of the people who are coming into power on January 20th and who are in power right now in the House of Representatives, notably the Democrats? Why? So you're, you're, you're claiming it's not a First Amendment article because private actors acting on behalf of one political ideology and attacking another, using a government subsidy in Section 230 to do it, that that's A-OK and therefore eliminates any First Amendment concerns. If that's your argument, please go find another show where the stupid people listen. Because stupid people are attracted to stupid hosts. And I'm not a stupid host. And I'd rather you not be here if you don't understand that. Because if a lot of stupid people listen, I'm doing something wrong. And I know that's not my audience because I read your emails and they're brilliant. So we have companies, trillion dollar companies acting on behalf of one political party who they have yet to attack. I've seen no evidence, no websites pulled down, tweets censored, Facebook pages pulled down, no Democrats prominent I can think of. And nowhere close to the degree they've done it to Republicans. So you have you effectively have de facto trillion dollar companies that are acting as de facto arms of the government attacking one political party. Sounds to me like a First Amendment issue. You have those companies who are only in existence right now, as I mentioned yesterday, because of Section 230 of the Government's uh, Communications Decency Act, which allows these companies to claim falsely they're acting as independent non-political po platforms making them immune from lawsuits. If they didn't have this, these companies wouldn't exist. So they're allowed to exist due to a government to Section 230 clause, which gives them immunity from being sued, claiming they're independent platforms, while they simultaneously use that government subsidy to take actions against an opposition political party to the Democrats. And you're still claiming to me that this is not a First Amendment issue. 
So again, companies only allowed to exist because of a government subsidy applied unevenly that doesn't apply to Parler because we were acting as a platform and these entities took us down. Twitter pretends to act as a platform, goes and attacks Republicans with Facebook, and yet they're given this implied subsidy. But the argument, are you following my argument here that these are governments, de facto de jure, in fact versus in law. If not in law, these governments, these are in fact acting as arms of the government. I cited the case yesterday, Marsh versus Alabama, where a private town, a private town decided it would be a good idea to make religious freedom restrictions. No, no, we're private. We're not. They lost the case in the 1940s in the Supreme Court because they were acting as a de facto government, just like Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, and the others, Apple and Google are acting now. They are attacking a political movement to benefit the Democrat Party using a subsidy provided for by the government and to double down on this, to give you more, and at the same time damaging the national security of the United States by cutting off a communications channel from the president of the United States, still the president, Donald J. Trump, to the people of the United States, and people are starting to notice this. You know what? Let me get to my third sponsor. And on the other side of this, I want to come back to my third peg of this argument, how these companies are acting as default governments. De facto governments, excuse me. But by default, they're acting as governments too. They're taking a government subsidy to act on behalf of government figures to attack their opponents. I got another part on the other side of this that should scare you a bit too. Bad stuff, folks. All right, you know I've been going through a lot lately and um, I've needed the help of pharmaceuticals and others, but I don't like taking pharmaceuticals, folks. I've actually tried to avoid them. So I've had to rely on some products to help me one of them that's been a lifesaver. I don't mean that literally, but figuratively. I might soon, but it's been the relief band. This is actually mine right here. You just turn it on with these buttons on the side. The other button is how you amp it up there. Do you know that a third of Americans regularly suffer from nausea? That's why I'm excited about our partner, Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband. It's been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraine hangovers, uh, motion sickness, excuse me, chemotherapy, and much more. Listen, let me just cut to the chase. Um, I have been going through chemo, ABVD chemo for my lymphoma cancer, which has not been fun. Uh, It's pretty devastating. This thing works. I don't know any other way to tell you. I have no reason to tell you otherwise it just works you hit the button you hit the power and there you go my nausea went away i mean i've used it you've seen it with with me on the show paula uses it too she gets bad migraines the technology was developed over 20 years ago to relieve nausea from patients but now the relief bands available to the masses relief band stimulates a nerve in the wrist when you put it on it travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea for me it works right away i mean literally right away Then it blocks the signal your brain is sending to your stomach telling you you're sick. Relief Band's the only over-the-counter wearable device that's been used in hospitals and oncology clinics to treat nausea and vomiting. This new year, ensure nausea is never the reason to miss out on life's important moments. Right now, Relief Band has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Here's the URL, the website. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code Bongino, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping and a no-questions-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to reliefband.com reliefband.com, 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 and use our promo code Bongino for 20% off. It works. Amazingly. Wish I didn't have to use it, but we do. Nobody likes nausea, obviously. All right, folks. Um, So getting back to the show. 
you know, not only, again, are these companies acting with a government subsidy to attack a political party on behalf of another wing of government, but they're causing a significant national security crisis right now. I want you to see this tweet uh, uh, that was uh, sent to me by someone. This is from um, uh, B-A-L-A-J-I-S on, on Twitter. This is interesting. This is all much more, uh, much bigger, excuse me, than U.S. politics. This is a quote. It's a matter of national security for India, Israel, and every other country to maintain a sovereign communications channel for their leaders to reach people directly. The world cannot be ruled by American corporations. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a significant national security issue. I would argue a crisis. You have private companies right now taking down communication platforms that the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, still the president of the United States, is used. Can you imagine God forbid, and I do mean God forbid, there was an attack on the United States and the president's channel and his communication channels are delayed in getting out to the American people. Can you imagine if people die because of that delay? Because they don't have accurate information from the only one who has all the intelligence in front of him, the president of the United States. Can you imagine what would happen? Has Twitter and Facebook thought about the legal liability to that, that they've suspended the accounts of the president of the United States, including, by the way, the at POTUS official, not the real, real Donald Trump account was suspended too. But the official channel the White House uses to communicate with this with the people through one of the largest, sadly, I wish it weren't, but it's true, largest communication channels in the world, Twitter. The president of the United States can't talk to people. Ladies and gentlemen, God forbid something were to happen. Can you imagine the legal liability on Twitter if the president can't get out accurate information that results in tragedy? Don't think for a minute, Amazon, Apple, Twitter, and others, that because these are billion, in some cases, trillion dollar companies, not a joke. Don't think these companies are smart. Some of them are really stupid. I don't think Twitter's legal department full of wokists practicing wokeism on the left have fully digested the legal liability their company has taken on by shutting down an official United States government communication channel. I don't think Apple has really digested the legal liability they created when they sent us an email demanding we act like, put it on email to Parler, not the Dan Bongino show. They sent this email to Parler demanding we act like a publisher and violate U.S. law, Section 230, which demands we don't act like a publisher. I don't think Apple thought that through. I don't think Amazon thought that through when somehow, somewhere, someone leaked a letter to Parler, to BuzzFeed. I don't know who did it. Did Amazon do it? Did an employee of Amazon do it? Did someone in the media who was told, I don't know, I have no idea. But somebody leaked it. Somebody leaked it to do maximum damage to Parler before Parler could even respond because we didn't get the email to an hour after the letter appeared in BuzzFeed. Weird, right? Now, in case you're under the illusion still that you're going to get any honest coverage from the media, my account, I'm not posting on Twitter. I've been crystal clear on this, but again, media people are generally pretty stupid. I, I wish that weren't the case. Um, they are. They're vindictive and dopey and frankly, quite silly people. I mean, that's why Brian Stelter has a job. But this is a tweet I saw. Again, I don't post anymore on Twitter because I'm not giving him any free material, but my account is still there. 
Here's a tweet I saw yesterday by a this guy's really Joe, this guy's so clever. This is James <laughs> Fell at Body for Wife. Uh, real clever guy. This guy's so funny. Blue check mark guy. So that, you know, Joe, that means automatically you know he's smart. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Smarter okay. than us because yeah. he's immediate guy. Brilliant. I mean, what do you and I know? A bunch of idiots, right? He says, hey, uh, Dave, when I, when I, he, he subtweets, he quotes my tweet where I say, this is my final post on this anti American platform. And he says, hey, Dan Bongio, this is so funny. Tried to find you on Parler. Not working. What's going on? I thought you invested in that platform. Please don't tell me you didn't sink a bunch of money into a platform that's gone defunct. That would be terrible for you. So very terrible. Ball is laughing. Knee slapper. Oh, knee slapping son of a gun. I have shorts on. See my hairy legs? Hold on. See my I gotta get my look at that. Hilarious. John Felt, or whatever his name is, who I've never heard of ever, and I think, thankfully, 99% of America uh, hasn't heard of either. Geez. John Felp, or Fulpy, or whatever his face is. John Fulpy, can you put up his... He's, this guy's hilarious. He's so funny. Oh, it's not John Felp, it's James Fell. Sorry. Uh, James is avatar. He looks like he's very... This is a very handsome man, too, clearly. Um, yeah, he's body for wife. On social media. He's a historian. He has his pronouns up there, Joe. He's he, him, in case you were confused by the photo. Um, he also wants you to pay him. His is Patreon. I'm sure the left will jump in and donate a bunch of money after this today uh, to him. So he his, his website is jamesfell.com. He's up in Calgary, the great white north. This is, by the way, this is all on his Twitter. This is public. And he has bylines. He writes for the LA Times um, noted fake news specialist, the Chicago Tribune, Time, and NPR. <laughs> hmm. John Fulp, or Never whatever his face is. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone else has either. But he's a really funny guy. So hilarious. I put that up there today to show you. This guy, supposedly, I, I can't vouch for it. I, I don't know John Funt or whatever his name is. Um, Johnny Phelp, who this guy writes for mainstream media outlets or air quotes, mainstream outlets. This is, this is the serious coverage we're getting right now to a legitimate constitutional crisis in this country and ruthless, relentless attacks. That's what he really funny. Oh, damn. What happened? I hope you didn't sink a lot of money into it. I will sink every single dime I have into this fight, John, because I live for something or Jim or whatever your dopey name is. Because I stand for something. Unlike you, a cowardly twerp who, if I saw you in the airport, you would run away and never say a word to me. You're more than happy to confront me on a platform I'm not even on anymore. I'm not even there. Someone had to send that to me. But you're more than happy to do that. Because you're a chump and a coward. And that's what you do. This is the coverage we're getting from serious media people now. Well, again, these people never confront you via email. And I don't, let me be clear. I'm talking about confrontation. I'm not, you know me, folks. I'm not like into this whole, like, let me be a tough guy. So that's not what any of this is about. I'm saying like, these people see me. I see you run into people all the time. They never say anything when I'm there ever. I don't know why. I ran into Rick Wilson at an airport one time. He, you know, looked like he was going to wet his diaper. 
I don't know why. What's the problem? They never say anything, in, but they wait and they say things on Twitter because they're really funny, like John Fulpader, whatever his name is. Incredible. All right, let me move on because I said to you yesterday, and I'll say again today, I have an action plan going forward of things we need to do process-wise, ladies and gentlemen. Violence is a leftist hallmark, and we should call it out everywhere, everywhere, because it's never that you do not, you do not want your kids growing up in that country. But we do need to take action because we can fix this, believe it or not. I know it seems like we're in dire straits, but ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk about dire straits? The Chinese Communist Party is arresting lawmakers in Hong Kong right now. <clears throat> no one knows where Jimmy Lai is. No one knows where Jack Ma is. <clears throat> we don't stop this now. That may be coming here next. And the situation is dire. Cataclysmic. But there are paths we can take in a step forward. Let me get to my last sponsor today. I need a little joy in the show. A little joy in my life. for friends at Magic Spoon. Folks, with the new year, we'll all be trying to eat better. But healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love. This is a huge hit in my house. I just, the only thing is my daughters eat so much of it. Sometimes they put like the leftover milk in the sink and they don't put it down the garbage disposal side. I always see Magic Spoon bowls in there. Magic Spoon has all the amazing flavors without the bad stuff of breakfast cereals, traditional breakfast cereals. They're loaded with sugar. Those are not Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon ironically tastes better and doesn't have the bad stuff. It has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. No, it's true. Many of you have asked, and you can finally build your very own custom variety box. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry flavors, plus brand new flavors, my personal favorite, peanut butter and cinnamon. It tastes amazing. You may think it's too good to be true, but it's not. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carbon, GMO-free. Like I said, the new peanut butter flavor is outrageous from another planet. So good. No, it's from this planet, I assure you. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Grab a variety pack. Try it today. Don't wait. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout and save $5 off your orders. Don't give your kids any other junk breakfast cereal. Give it to them. Give them this. You, you'll eat this too. You might eat it before it gets to your kids. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino to save $5 off. Thanks, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the podcast. All right, let's get back to this here. Talking about the action plan. You know, I mentioned yesterday, and I'm sorry to repeat some of this, but it's important that we read an article on the show a while ago. Uh, it was an article by someone who's been in this fight for a long time who said one of the skills the left, the media, and the tech totalitarians have, sad skills, tragic skills, but skills they've shown us, as they, shown, they showed to Parler this weekend and to me personally, is they know how to impose real material losses on people. I'm talking about financial losses, in case there's any lack of clarity there. The left has been doing this forever. Organized boycotts, boycotts, and others to, to make sure competition goes, uh, is, is taken from one and put to another. Using the government to use the, the government processes. And the, as, as Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch always says, the left knows to sue. Why? Not because they think they're going to win every lawsuit, because the left understood a long time ago, as Tom says, that the process is the punishment. Yep. 
A lot of you don't have money, right? I mean, Joe, don't have money like me and Paula right. do well, to defend ourselves. Still spend a lot. So man. legal fees that would be bankrupting. Yeah, it's it's war. It's 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 really legal warfare using yeah. process to bankrupt you. So what do people do? They cower in fear because they have to. Some, some, not all. I'm not talking about some conservatives have fought back, and some even without money have said, "Screw you! I take me to court." But there are a lot of them that just just fold instantly. The fake rhino class, which incentivizes the left to do what? To do it again. They know how to impose real material losses on their opponents. It's time we turn that strategy around on them. We have lawsuits too. We can use the process. We can't take it anymore, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't a Twisted Sister song, okay? We can't take it anymore. The red line in the sand has been crossed. If we don't push back our ideological opponents, they will have all of you, all of you soon, deplatformed, unemployed, and begging for mercy. I told you on yesterday's show, which I encourage you to listen to, how they're coming for internet service providers next. You got a blog up, you got a business, your business made a post supporting President Trump. I thought, oh, it's a free country. We're allowed to support political candidates. We are. Wait till they find that post and the internet service provider gets pressured to take your website down. That sounds a little dramatic, Dan. A lot of things sounded dramatic until this weekend where they wiped clean off the face of the earth up until this point, at least, a really prominent competitor to Twitter and Facebook. That seemed crazy too. It's time to impose financial losses on them too. Time to reevaluate all your business arrangements, ladies and gentlemen. Time to do what me and Paula did yesterday and have continued this morning. We've reached out to all of our significant business partners and let them know you either stand for a free country and open dialogue or you don't. And if you don't, then beat it. There's no amount of money I won't spend to get away from you. I'm sorry to tell you this, but you need to do the same thing. You have payment processors in your business. Square or some of these other companies. Isn't Square owned by Jack Dorsey from Twitter? Oh, really? Interesting. Think you're safe there? Is that Square? Square Dorsey Company? It is, right? Hmm. Payment processors. You have a legal team? Oh, Dan, everybody's entitled to legal protections in the United States. Really? Because that's interesting. Because one of our lawyers, uh, you know, that didn't quite work out. You better check on this stuff. Affiliates you have, channel distributors, better make sure that these people stand for a free and open country. Because if they don't, they'll come for you next. What about your bank? How long is it before <clears throat> conservatives are debanked? Oh, Dan, that won't happen. Really? Ask one of my friends who has a firearms company who's intimately knowledgeable about Operation Choke Point in the Obama administration. Oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that? Where payday lenders and firearm companies couldn't get access to banks? Oh, what, you missed that story in the left? Weird how that already happened under the Obama-Biden administration. You think we're not going to see more of that? 
Better check with your bank. I would. We will. Don't be left flat-footed, folks. Secondly, on the action plan here, continued from yesterday, stuff I left out. Folks, the 2022 election's right around the corner. This is no time for, wait, Dan, that's a long way. It's not a long way off. It's here right now. We have midterm elections coming up. It's time to get every single Republican member and United States Senator on the record right now, even your local officials too, where they stand in this fight. Where do you stand on Section 230? Where do you stand on our free and open internet? Where do you stand on all of this? Where do you stand on the protection of people's political beliefs, the right to legal protection, the right to speak freely? Where do you stand on tech tyrants' ability to shut down national security in the president? Where do you stand? If you sense, I am not kidding. If you sense one iota, one shred of wavering, they have to be primaried starting today. You can volunteer your time and you can volunteer your money. Ladies and gentlemen, I ran for office. I don't speak with forked tongue. I put my name on a ballot three times. It didn't work out. But I got in that ring. I'm always going to be in that ring. And I need you to get in that ring right now. Either consider running yourself and standing for a free and open United States where people can live free of reprisals for their political beliefs from fear of reprisal to. And get your congressmen, congresswomen, and senators on the record now. And if you think they're shaky at all or unwilling to take a stand, get that primary campaign ready today. They cannot win. Having said that, as I said yesterday, sadly, because I don't have easy answers for you or convenient or cutesy ones. If they do win, sadly, even though they're horrible because they're weak need and don't have the cojones they need to put the United States on a path back to freedom, a path we've fallen off a long time ago, they will still be better than the Democrats who are the absolute cause of all the problems in your life. But having said that, we have a chance to get rid of them now. The primary season is when it happens and it'll be starting early in 2021. The time is now. Get them on the record. Get them on email. Get them on the phone. Use whatever social media channel you have, whatever email list you have to get their response spread around to your Republican clubs and friends. If they are not on our fight for a free and open America where you can be a conservative and live and not live in fear, live free from the fear of political reprisal, if they waver on that at all, spread that around and let's get primary candidates up right now. There's no time to wait. Finally, one last one, ladies and gentlemen. I told you yesterday about withholding your financial support from the tech titans. I know all of you can't do everything. I can't. I understand. That's why I gave you a portfolio of options to start tomorrow. Everyone has to do one of these things. Stop posting on Twitter or stop posting on Facebook or discontinue buying anything from Amazon. Stop buying Apple products. Everyone can pick one of those things. And our numbers are in the 75 million range. If we can get millions of people to do this, it will impact real and impart real financial losses on these companies through the right way. Through the right way. A real free market. Twitter had a rough day yesterday, folks. Their stock at one point was down 12%. I wonder why that is. Why didn't the stock jump? 
as liberals celebrated how wonderful Twitter is. Oh, they're so great. They're getting rid of all these conservative lunatics. They're so terrific. Really, it's such a good business model. Why is it this Twitter stock was down 12% at one point? And I think the last time I checked yesterday, it was down 5%. Why, why is that? Why, why is that? Sounds like a pretty stupid business decision to me. All right, let me get to one last story, ladies and gentlemen. It's an important one. I want to show you this quick video. We're now sanctioning racial discrimination in the country. Who's we? Well, not certainly not me and not this show. No, we meaning uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden, who will be the president of the United States on January 20th. Listen to this clip where Joe Biden is openly recommending racial discrimination. This is not a joke. I'm not editing this. Check this out. Our focus will be on small businesses on Main Street that aren't wealthy and well-connected, that are facing real economic hardships through no fault of their own. Our priority will be Black, Latino, Asian, and Native American-owned small businesses, women-owned businesses. And finally, having equal access to resources needed to reopen and rebuild. But we're going to make a concerted effort to help small businesses in low-income communities, in big cities, small towns, rural communities that have faced systemic barriers to relief. Did I just hear Joe Biden, the incoming soon-to-be president of the United States, just so I'm clear, did I just hear Joe Biden say that they're basically going to deprioritize aid relief to white males who own businesses? Dan, that's not what he said. No, that's exactly what he said. Oh, you want the flowery version where Joe Biden says, we're going to prioritize black and Latino owned businesses, meaning tautologically, right? If you're using reason, they're going to deprioritize businesses owned by white men. Did I hear that right? Town Hall has a piece up about this. I'll have in the show notes that you should probably read. Please subscribe to my newsletter, folks. I don't mean to keep throwing it in there. Bongino.com slash newsletter. I don't know what channels we're going to have to communicate with you after this week or month. I'm serious. But Town Hall has an interesting piece up there talking about it. How we're now openly advocating racial discrimination. Did I I miss something? Biden pushes idea of discriminating based on race and sex and stimulus plan. Townhall.com. Nah, some people out there, the rhino class. Damn, Bongino. Sky's falling. Chicken little. We're not losing our country. You keep telling yourself that. Let me get to one more article on kind of a uh, humorous note, because we could use that. Here's an article I saw on The Hill. You may say, well, this doesn't sound that funny. What's so funny about this? Colin Powell. I can no longer call myself a fellow Republican The Hill. Colin Powell has officially left the Republican Party for the 40th time in 10 years. Yeah. Um, I, I can't, I, you, I'm not kidding. Like Joe's laughing. <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a Tuesday. I'm trying to like, again, we recorded early. Forgive me if some. But we had a medical thing. I'll explain to you on Wednesday. But I, I'm just checking. When you put in a search engine that's not Google, we're going to call it not Google from now on, Colin Powell leaving the Republican. He said this. I'm not kidding. Five, ten times. <laughs> every election, he votes for the Democrat and says he's leaving the Republican. Why is this a story anymore? Jeez. Why? He's left. The, it reminds me of a, that article about, I read once, that, that line about really terrible economists that they predicted 22 out of the last five recessions. The sky's falling. The sky's falling. And soon when a recession happens, they're like, I told you, they say it every two weeks. So of course, when there's a recession, it's like, look, I called it. This guy has left the Republican Party 47.6 times in the last four years. And it's still a story. 
folks at the Hill, I get it. It's not a story anymore. Colin Powell leaves the Republican Party every five minutes. I don't even know the last Republican he even voted for. My gosh. <laughs> I know these are rough times. I get it. But go out on some kind. It is humorous. It's a sadly humorous story. Colin Powell. <laughs> Reminds me of that guy at a party. You know that guy, Joe. Come on, you've been at that party. Hmm? You know this guy? You have a house party, right? Joe's been at them. He's probably had some of his own uh, house party. Uh. And everybody leaves. And there's that one dude left. Maybe he had oh. a few many tequilas, a couple Budweiser's. It's 3.45 in the morning. Your kids are asleep. You're cleaning up. As you're cleaning up, you're giving him the slow hint he's got to go. And he's like, okay, I'm leaving. And then he starts a new conversation. And then that happens. And then he goes, okay, I'm definitely leaving. And then he cracks another beer. You're like, at this point, please go. Colin, please go. We're good. We're good. You've left 27 times. We get it. You're not a Republican. We all understand. Please go. House party's over. Thanks. All right, folks, on a very serious note, please uh, subscribe to my Rumble account, rumble.com. I know I've had a lot of asks, but I can't survive this without you. Um, the show, that is. I don't want to go off the air. I need your help. I like what I do, and I like talking to you. And I don't know how much this time I have left to do all this. Rumble.com slash Bongino, rumble.com slash Bongino. I didn't mean that weird. Like, I'm not dying next week, I promise you. I, I, Paul is like, Paul, I can see. Thank you. I didn't mean that weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. I said I had a medical thing. I promise you I'm okay. I just mean in a long, I don't know how long this is going to last. <laughs> yeah, Jeevan Joe's like, something you're not telling me, buddy? Like, he knows. <laughs> it's a medical. It's not that. I'm not dying. Yeah. Rumble.com slash Bongino. <laughs> Joe's relief. Man, what are you talking about? We still have a working business part. You want to give me a heads up? Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please watch the video version of my show there. Please do not watch it on YouTube. I don't care. I don't need the clicks there. I don't need the money. I don't need anything. I need to win this fight. Rumble, it does not discriminate based on political affiliation. I'd prefer you watch it there. Please subscribe. We're almost at a million subscribers. We may be at, we may be at over a million by the time this airs. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please check out Bongino.com and BonginoReport.com. Bongino Report is our news aggregator. You get the best news of the day. It's like a morning newspaper for you. Bongino.com, we have original content. I really appreciate you going direct and listening to my show there. Thanks a lot. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.